This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. So this is my final podcast on The Half Has Never Been Told. I've kind of done a few of these. The book by Edward Baptist, which is a must-read if you are an American or anybody that wants to understand the founding principles of our economy in the United States of America, which was enslaving human beings. That was the founding principle economically for the United States of America. This is an important book for a number of reasons, not just that it kind of breaks down the institution of slavery in a way that I have never seen before. Uh, And this is my last podcast, not because I don't have 50, 11 things to talk about out of this book, but y'all need to read it for yourself. Um, The half has never been told and share it with people because it had a profound impact on how I saw not just, you know, my history as a black person in America, but also the history of this country. So towards the end of the book and one of the final chapters, it talks about John Brown, uh, the abolitionist. And, you know, I've read about him, of course, I've read about him in school, I've read about him as an adult. Uh, but what Edward Baptist does for me, talking about John Brown in this book, is kind of put on Front Street the the actual thought about uh, from the perspective of white people in America. Now, the notion that there were Northern abolitionists who were willing uh, to fight this institution of slavery out of the goodness of their hearts, uh, I'm sure there were a few. I'm sure there were some Quakers and a handful, and John Brown was definitely in that category, somebody who felt a moral imperative to end slavery. He felt that it was a moral, that it was wrong to hold human beings in bondage. But the vast majority of abolitionists, the vast majority of Northerners who wanted to see slavery ended, wanted to see slavery ended not because they thought that Africans, African Americans, black folk were valuable human beings and worthy of freedom. Nope. It was because they felt that the South was getting too wealthy, too uh, bullish, that, that they would use their their um, slavery might to to you know tip the balance of power in this country they were, they were too powerful and they wanted to stave off the power and much of that war the civil war was not about freeing slaves and this is also spelled out in this book much of that war was about power and that the north f- felt that it was time for the south to you know open up its marketplaces and start focusing more on the industrial revolution which was taking over with immigrants coming into the north and creating more factories and more work to bring more white folk actually to the south to work and and not being so reliant on this free labor and it was about a balance of power completely period okay uh but as I'm reading about John Brown who actually was kind of uh ooh he was this man, like, again, he had a moral imperative, and he was willing to use the same nasty, torturous, violent tactics that was being used on black people in the South. That, that was, he was kidnapping people and, and torturing them. And I mean, listen, uh, by any means necessary, one of my heroes would say. And I'm not, you know, um, praising violence, but what I'm saying is for every action, this is science. There must be an equal and opposite reaction. That's balance, right? But as I'm reading this, what I want to talk about today, and this is, you know, uh, relating to what's going on in today's society, right? There's this notion that, you know, um, that we have to fight for our freedom. 
that that uh, you know every video we see where a child is being abused or a person is being shot or uh, uh, brutalized by police or cops being called on us in our own neighborhoods for playing our music too loud or pick or having barbecues in the park or our kids selling lemonade on the streets or whatever permit patties and barbecue beckies and all you know there is a climate in this country and and every day you know you see one of these videos where you're just disgusted the kid that was picking up garbage and the cops are like well you're trespassing show me your ID and he's like I don't have to and that could have ended with his life guns were drawn and I say to myself like what do we do you know the level of frustration becomes palpable but what I'm thinking because the history again um, power is never giving up power without a fight it's time for us to to create a pain point in this country I'm not talking about physical pain but there's there there is a time and I've said this on my radio show uh, Robert Smith's donation to Morehouse and wiping out the debt for the class of 2019 and his, and his speech said, we are enough. Those words are resonating through my spirit because when he said it, I said, of course we are. I speak endlessly about the trillion plus dollars to three trillion plus dollars that the Urban League says every year and it's a report that we spend. And those dollars, as we talk to Nielsen and other um, people on my show, those dollars support industry. Those dollars single-handedly support industry. There's no fast food industry without black people. There's no hair care industry without black people. There's no Hollywood without black people. And yet, for somehow, we, we have the hashtags and the Oscars so white and the laments and why don't we see our images and this and this and that. But the reality is without our dollars, without our clicks, without our algorithms, there's no Twitter of any import importance. There's no Facebook of any importance. There's very little industry in this country without our massive amounts of dollars, which is greater than the GDP of both Mexico and Russia. Okay. Our, we spend more money than the GDP of Russia. Let that sink in. We are enough. The pain point comes in and this is, you know, radical, not really because when I think about all of the wonderful communities that were born in this country, black owned, black run, it was born out of self-sufficiency because we were left out, right? We were prevented from. And when we were prevented from, we figured out how to create because we're creative. So I want us to get back to that. And I want us to take you know, the lessons of, of slavery and the lessons of how people um, participated to end that and how people even today call themselves allies. Listen, if you want to be an ally because, you know, you think it's unjust and you want to do the John Brown thing, God bless you, please, welcome. But we can't depend on people to jump in the fray. If you want to be a Goodman or, or, or Schwerner, God bless you. Um, thank you. Participate. Uh, unfortunately, they, they, all of them lost their lives, uh, but if they were willing to fight for something good. Good, 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 good. Robin D'Angelo, Tim Wise, Jane Elliott, God bless you. Be out there. But we cannot depend on these people to free us because we are enough. We don't need them. They, they do that because they should, because it's what's right. But if we walk around needing white people to rescue us from a system designed for us to always be enslaved and bondage, we will never, ever be free. So the, 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 the rallying cry has to be that wherever you live, go back to my podcast, Move Like Ants. Wherever you live, 
go back to my podcast on self-sufficiency and financial freedom. Wherever you live, create an environment that you want to see flourish. And if that means moving in your cousins and your mother and your aunt and buying up land and creating a, a de facto village that is self-sufficient, where we do potlucks, where we cover each other's behinds, whether it's mortgages and rents and, and creating jobs for our kids in the summer, that has to be the focus. It's not going to happen overnight. So let me just say this too. Rome wasn't built in a day, that famous quote, but every day bricks were being laid. Every day you get up and you lay some bricks. Every day you get up with the mindset that I'm going to do, on my off time, I'm going to build the community that I want to see. And that may require you getting up early, listen to my podcast on getting up early and the value of that. And it may require that you do things that are uncomfortable because it's in discomfort that change happens. And you must do it because we are enough. And I'm really tired of watching these videos and going, oh my God, I can't believe that. They, I, yes, believe it. Believe it. They don't want you. Those evil, hateful people have never, even the ones that fought for your freedom 150 years ago, never saw you as a valuable human being. So why are we shocked? That's okay. You don't have to see me as a valuable human being. That's your problem. But we have to see one another as enough. So that's the podcast that I'm doing today. That's what the message I want to leave you with. Go out. You are enough. Create the world that you want to see. And let's let's get it. Get the Half Has Never Been Told is my final podcast. And I'm not really breaking down. I'm not going to even read from the book. But I just wanted to be inspired today to remind us that, yeah, this is, this is not going to change unless we make it change. So uh, enough lamenting about it. Uh, we were brought here and changed to build an economy. That's our only purpose is to be utilized. And it's still happening. So how about we switch that? Because those dollars still spend. All right? Till next time, check me out on Twitter at Karen Hunter, hashtag podcast, if you have any questions. <laughs>